And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. And it's time to welcome along to the studio, as always, on a Friday afternoon from Envision Financial, Luke Smith. Good afternoon. Mate, good afternoon. How are we? We've been having a cracking week, haven't we? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's been full of all sorts of drama and ups and downs, and we've learned all sorts of interesting things, like you do not twerk at the launch of a naval ship. Yes, actually, oh, yeah. I saw that this morning. And, I, and the problem was I saw it without the volume, and I'm thinking, like, they just don't like the dancers? Or like? Anyway, um, and then, of course, yes. uh, today we've seen video of the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, doing an exercise class with miners in Western Australia. I'm not sure which is more offensive. Well, yeah, I'm going to let that one go through to the keeper. Yeah. We're here to talk finances, <laughs> and the topic this week in, yep. uh, is in the, you know, the approaching end of the financial year. I know yep. we've only just had Christmas, but here we yeah, are. Yeah. We're talking about the end of the financial year already. Yeah. For our superannuation, should we be making an extra contribution before June just mm. to, you know, take advantage of whatever it is, there is to take advantage yeah. of? Yeah, look, and I think it's, it's, it's worth bringing up now because far too often people leave it too late or don't understand the implications of missing out or get round to, say, the second week in June and start thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Um, or, yes. you know, oh. w- not that this has ever happened before, but, you know, a builder will walk in and, and drop $25,000 cash on the table and say, here, put to super. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> these, things, these things happen. So, you know, getting in front of this now and talking about it with a little bit of lead time I think is advantageous because – you know, what I want to cover off is, well, should I, what would I consider and, and why would I think about doing that? And and I guess that's the sort of the, the first part of this discussion is, well, why would I make a contribution to superannuation? And some of the key things for me that people could consider would be, one, to get a tax deduction. And I guess if we take a, a step back before we run down this road, you can put money into super and not claim a tax deduction and that's fine. Okay. Because one big point of confusion that I I have in the office is a lot of people know about the $25,000 concessional contribution cap and that's just the maximum amount of money that you can put into super and claim a tax deduction and that includes your contributions and what you get from your work and everybody everybody knows about that one but then you can have a conversation with someone and say well yeah I just sold this investment property and I'm thinking about retiring so let's let's put that money into super I don't want to do that I'll pay tax on it not necessarily. And we've spoken in other shows about making a non-concessional contribution. Right. And that has a completely separate threshold of $100,000 a year, which is separate to the $25,000 concessional or deductible limit. Mm-hmm. So do I want to reduce my taxable income? Generally speaking, people say, yes, if I have the means to, that would be really yeah. nice. If you've already maxed out your $25,000 contribution because you've put funds in through salary sacrifice or through a personal contribution, you could then say, well, I'd like to take proceeds from the sale of an asset or savings or Powerball or an inheritance and (laughs) and add that to superannuation because as we touched on last week, if it goes in tax-free, it comes out tax-free to not just you but potentially the children in the next generation. So it can be advantageous. So How do I want to build my assets? That's what I'd be asking people. Where do I want to draw my income from in retirement? Is it through an investment property? Is it through a pension from super? Do I need a tax deduction? Or do I have capital gain from the sale of an asset in my own name? And we had Reese Keepers on the show 
um, late last year talking about capital gains tax and one way to help reduce capital gains tax, which is really just the income tax by stealth, is to make a deductible contribution. So thinking about the sale of assets leading into 30 June can be really advantageous because you could use the proceeds to make a contribution. You could also use the carried forward concessional rules, which was the, the space between what you put into super up to the 25000 whatever that space was from 19 onwards, provided you meet a, a couple of key rules, you could throw $60,000 into super in one year and reduce the tax on an asset that you've sold where there may be capital gains. So they'd be some of the reasons why I would be thinking about looking at my situation now with plenty of lead time into 30 June because if you are planning on selling an asset or you know that money is going to be inherited or you know next week's Powerball numbers, give us a ring before you put them in. Um, That's why, you know, we're talking about this now with a little bit of lead time because it it can take some time to sort of tally up the the numbers and, and get your strategy together. You know the Powerball's going to be eighty million next week, don't you? Oh, yeah. Look, it's, I think if you win eighty million dollars, you'd be doing more than putting it in your super. <laughs> you win eighty million dollars, you're not worried about super. <laughs> that's that's what you're I. You're not figured. worried about much. No, that is that is true. Mm. There, there's a few other things to consider here, though, aren't there? Because if you if you're getting close to the time when you're going to retire, and you might be entering into this uh, transition mm. to retirement phase, that's yep. that's a factor to consider yeah. as well. Look, exactly, really good point. So again, from a broader strategic perspective, what if we were going to start a pension? to then use that money to put it back into super because you don't have any cash lying around. So that's a really good way to use a pension strategy to maximise that. Or what if you're getting to your your later years of working, you're sort of 65 and over, and you've got some cash. Now, the rules changed recently where you needed to meet a work test over the age of 65. Right. Well, now they've pushed that out to 67. So if you're between 65 and 67 and you've got cash sitting in the bank and you could get it into super and then take a tax-free pension... That could be really advantageous because if the market continues to rally, anything inside an account-based pension is free from income tax and capital gains tax. So again, thinking with the end in mind and saying, what do I plan on doing and what structures do I want to use over the medium term to fund the way I want to live? Getting money into superannuation before you hit certain age thresholds can be really, really advantageous. Um, Similarly, if you're downsizing. People are, you know, taking big homes now in a, in a crazy property market because money's cheap and they're selling and they're downsizing mm. and they've got some cash lying around now. You could use the downsizer rules. You could use the non-concessional rules, which we spoke about just before. So there's lots of ways to add to superannuation. And depending on what your broader position is and the timing and the age you are, there's different thresholds and different pieces of legislation that can be really advantageous to making everything as tax-free as possible when you, you move into your, your, your twilight years. Okay. And, of course, um, we talk about June because that's the end of the financial year. So presumably mm. if your reason for putting a little extra into the super is to do with reducing your tax, then that becomes a very important cutoff date. It does, exactly right. And the, the thing I would stress there is it's cleared funds in the account. And we've seen in a couple of previous financial years where the 30th of June was on a Saturday or a Sunday. <laughs> um, there, were, there were tears had by many who made a contribution on the Friday 
only to realise that the funds cleared into the Superfund bank account on the Monday, mm-hmm. being the next financial year. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, with interest rates being as low as they are, it may be worth doing the maths and saying, if I'm paying 39% tax because I earn $100,000 of income and I have $10,000 of concessional cap space this mm-hmm. year, if you can take that money out of your offset account and pay 2.5%, put that into superannuation and pay 15% contributions tax, that is far better than paying 39% on your wages yeah. in that example. So there's a 24% saving. If you took out the cost of the interest, there's a 21.5% saving and all you've done is take money out of your bank account put it into the super fund bank mm. account so your risk hasn't changed interest and you've rates just saved a, a ton of money yeah interest rates are so low at the moment a, a bizarre thought has just occurred to me this might be totally stupid but you could virtually borrow money at very low interest rates and just plow that into your super which is going to show you a pretty good return because super generally generates a high percentage return year to year true as long as you don't want to claim a tax deduction. <laughs> so if you borrow to make a super contribution, my understanding is that's not deductible. So mm. you want to clarify that with your accountant. It's a bit right. like borrowing money to pay your tax bill. Yeah. Not so deductible. No, 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 um, of, course, of course. But yeah, I like your thinking. But, but, but the principle, for example, of low interest rates, meaning people can buy bigger houses or mm. you can buy a bigger block of shares in yep. one of your favourite blue chip stocks. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it's arbitrage. You're, you're yep. paying a very low Spot interest rate on. on the money that you've borrowed and yep. hopefully making a high return on the investment. Of course, there's still an element of risk involved, isn't there? Always. Yeah, look, there's always an element of risk and it's obviously relevant for you and how you feel about that risk. But I think that's a great example of where people can use equity in a, in a property yeah. with less risk than something like a margin loan where you're borrowing at a higher interest rate oh, yeah. and securing the borrowings with other shares that can go up and down in value. Generally, where you borrow against your home, that's a far more secure asset in relation Indeed. to valuations. Yeah. So you can eliminate the, the, the potential for something like a margin call. Um, but again, it's about understanding your risk profile and saying, well, do I want to borrow money from my house? Do I want to put money into super? Do I want to invest in a company, a trust? It's really about looking at the resources that you have available to be able to know what's the best application of funds. And, and one option is putting money into super and understanding that pensions are tax-free up to certain limits, which we've discussed in, in, in previous shows, but also that tax at 15% is generally far better than tax at 39%. Oh, yes. And that's the case if you were to invest in your own name or invest inside superannuation. So always start with the the question why and then work backwards from there to try and get the best outcome from the structures that are available to you. So what should people consider when making a contribution? Yeah, so I think if we had to summarise things, I'd say, do I need a deduction? Am I thinking about starting a pension later in the year? If that's the case, I'd want to get as much money in as possible. Have I used or maximised my carried forward concessional cap space? And again, that's just the difference between what you put in and up to 25000 from the 19 financial year onwards. So think about that and go back and check with your fund provider and say, hey, did I max that out? I didn't. Hey, is my super less than 500000 Yes, it is. Great. I can throw a little bit extra cash in from a bonus from the house or from wherever you get your money from. Have I sold an asset? And am I going to incur capital gains tax? It may be worth looking at the contribution options you have there to try and maximise your deductions in the year that an asset is sold. Um, Am I going to start an income stream under the age of 60? 
We spoke last week about making a non-concessional contribution or a tax-free transfer of money from your name to super and then starting an income stream under 60 that's tax-free. That can be very advantageous. Um, and also then, am I approaching Centrelink age? Is my partner at Centrelink age and I'm a lot younger? Mm-hmm. One strategy there may be to pull money out of your name, put it into the younger person's name because unless they start a pension, that money's exempt in the eyes of Centrelink. Yeah. So there's a number of strategic benefits of thinking about making a contribution this year, but what people need to step back and say is, why would I do it and what are the strategic benefits for me, not just because everybody at work's doing it, I need to do it too. And these are all questions you must ask yourself before June comes to an end. I'd want to <laughs> – exactly. I'd, I'd want to know that you've got all your, your your I's dotted and your T's crossed, you know, end of – end of May yeah. so that you've got that month of June just to get things in, complete the necessary paperwork with funds depending on what you're doing so that there's no there are no tears at 30 June because something didn't get processed in time because exactly. someone was working from home because of a COVID scare. Today we're talking about should I make a contribution to my superannuation before June? Well, I think the, uh, I think the question is not so much should I but how much? Oh, and look, and, and I guess the, the, the broader answer is it really depends. You know, um, what's good for one is not good for another. But if you've, if you know, as we said before the ad break, if you've inherited some money, won some Powerball, sold an asset, and you have accumulated money outside of superannuation, and your broader tax position is more than 15%, mm. or you know that it's going to be money used for a longer-term investment, getting it into superannuation and starting a pension where you've met the Commonwealth Preservation Rules, can be extremely advantageous. So what are the key strategy tips to maximise tax-free income? And those are the words we like to hear. <laughs> um, well, uh, one I'd say, uh, you know, don't leave it too late. Mm. Get prepared, get organised and, 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 and don't do things in a panic so that you can make an informed decision. Um, use the carry forward rules we said before the ad break. If you haven't been topping up to 25000 and your super's less than five hundred grand, think about using that legislation. And also think about using it if you've sold an asset. If you've sold an investment property and you're going to incur capital gains, um, we had a really good outcome and a really good result with this sort of strategy just recently, um, which made a huge difference. Um, think about combining super leading into 30 June. So you've got one account leading um, off from, from the 1st of July. That can be advantageous from a fee perspective. Um, and then also look to think about adding money into superannuation. If this is your last year of gainful employment and you're thinking about retiring at the end of the year, get some money in now and then get some more money in July so that you can maximise the amount of super that you can draw a tax-free pension from in certain situations. But get it in a, in a, in a flexible environment and know the fund that you're going to use for the longer term so you don't need to move it in the future. Marvellous stuff. So uh, obviously there's a few things to consider as we approach the end of the financial year. And while we're busy gathering our receipts and thinking about our income tax return, we might not think immediately about our super. Well, as, as I say most of the time, you know, you need to start with why and, and think with the end in mind because it's, it's it can be extremely advantageous. And I'm yet to work with somebody that goes, yeah, it's, it's a real shame I made all of those contributions because I get all this tax-free income in retirement. That That's not a comment I hear regularly and nobody gets upset about that sort of stuff so you know be prepared be organized and and make the most of these 
thresholds because when we move into a new financial year, you may lose the ability to do it in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And once the clock ticks over at the end mm. of June 30 years, there's no going back. You can't, well, that's you, it. Exactly. exactly. You can't un- undo the passage of time, unfortunately. Yep. So obviously the big question now, Luke, is where do we get more information? <laughs> well, same as always, 62604749. That's the office number. Um, give us a ring, make a call. Um, get an appointment in the diary. We, we may struggle before 30 June, but that's okay. Uh, we've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. Um, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and be notified of updates and, and, and software on software, the, the, the show that we put on there. Um, and you can watch it on your phone, save, listen to it in the car. Um, and that's really the best place people can go. And if you want to have a bit of a read on some more technical-minded stuff, we've got the Knowledge Centre on the website, www.envisionfinancial.com.au, and they can go to the Knowledge Centre and subscribe to that for free. And there's a library of information there if you're more of the, the technically-minded. Um, and you can you can stroll through that and uh, pick out and cherry-pick the bits you like. So Fantastic. Now, I believe you're still on the hunt for yep. an offsider. Still on the hunt for a new advisor. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a change and, and, and you're considering what you want to do going forwards, we're just looking for someone that's strategically very strong and, and very good with people. You know, it's very much a people business and we have very good relationships with our clients and spend a lot of time talking to them. So, you know, if you've got a good sense of humour and a good work ethic and, you know, a little bit about strategy, um, give us a ring, come and have a chat and we may have a position for you. Fantastic stuff. So uh, once again, that same phone number, 0262604749. And you can say, look, I'm applying for the job. <laughs> exactly right. Fantastic stuff. Luke, have a wonderful weekend. We'll catch you again next Friday. See you next Friday. We'll talk more about money. We will. Which is what everybody loves to talk about. Luke Smith <laughs> from Envision Financial.